T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's live, come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host Ryan McMillan, Athletic Director at Muskego. How you been, sir? I've been good. How you been? Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a bit. I haven't seen you in a bit. Yeah. Mosquitoes, man, you guys are rocking. <laughs> you you got to be the AD of the year or something, right? It's been a lot of fun over there. There's no doubt. It uh, It's a good time, so we're enjoying it. Wow, a lot of success in in athletics. Yeah, something like um, what was it six or six or seven state titles in eleven months, something like that. Just absolutely insane. So but it's, it's, we love it. So what have you done for me lately? You know, right. kind of thing, <laughs> man. You know, everybody's expecting that kind of number this year, and and that's a hard number to. In most of these athletic programs out in Muskego, you guys are the hunted. Everybody's absolutely. hunting you. Yep, and some kids really. They're good with that. Other kids, they, they maybe shrivel up and shrink at, at, at being the hunted every single week. But, man, can, let me tell you a quick Mosquito story, all right? Yep. So uh, we, we did a broad stop uh, for the kids that were uh, were in the All-Star game. And I, I expected two or three kids to show up, right, the two kids that were going to benefit from it. Right. There's like 17 kids. And I go, what are you guys doing here? Go, we're here to help our friends, man. And I was shocked, Ryan. I was shocked by it. It was there. There were all these kids, you know. Hey, come on, buy some brunch, and they did really well for these two kids, and took that money and donated it right to Children's Hospital. It's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really impressive. That's, it was uh, really impressive. They love each other. There's no doubt. Hey, today's show, we were talking to all kinds of guys that are getting ready for the start of the high school football season. Let me run down our lineup. Pete Monfrey, general manager for for my 24 here in Milwaukee. Uh, Thursday Night Lights starting its tenth season. I've been doing this 10 years. Unbelievable. Long time. It is a long time. It's a long time for for youth for a high school football program on a Thursday night to be going 10 years is really an accomplishment. Absolutely. We're going to thank Pete for that. Craig Harden, he's the founder of Athlete Streaming Network, is going to come on at 10:30. They're going to start streaming some high school football games. Um they started with basketball last year. Now they're going to do football as well, and we're going to talk to Craig about that. Dave Sternick, he's the commissioner of the Classic Gate. You you buddies with him? He loves know, you, right? Yeah. Yep. Dave's we'll, a good we'll, guy. Yeah, we'll find out. I got, <laughs> he told me he's got some Ryan McMillan story. No, he didn't tell me any of that. At 11 o'clock, Pat Miles, he's the commissioner of the Southern Lakes Conference. Been a longtime referee. So we're going to talk to him mostly about, you know, getting ready as a referee. High school football is starting here in about 10 days. So uh, Patrick Deneen, who's the strength and conditioning coach at Martin Luther, is going to join us at 11.15. Mike Freitag, he's an athletic trainer from uh, Mosh. And he handles Franklin High School. Will will uh, join us at eleven thirty. Going with the theme of 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 the show, Ryan, as the athletic director at Muskego, and, and I know there's a number of sports that are starting here, uh, but let's let's concentrate on football. What uh, what's your day like as as your kids are getting ready, and, and you're going to open up the Thursday night lights? It's Thursday night against Marquette. It should be a good one. <laughs> yeah, should, should be a really good it's one. Be a barn burner. It'll be a barn burner. It'll be a lot of people at that game. As the athletic director, what um, what kind of stuff are you getting prepared for, and what, what's your day to day to make sure that high school football gets off without a glitch? Well, I think it's more of our activities office in general, with our administrative assistants and everyone cross checking all the physicals and all the WIA compliance stuff, and, and making sure you know everything's up to date and that we're good to go that way. Um, from the office standpoint, I, I think Coach Krause and the the group did a very very good job because they're the first ones starting the whole thing off with the largest numbers on that Monday. 
and we went off without a glitch with all of our kids, uh, sophomore through senior. And then our sophomore freshman come in a couple of days later, um, and then it's getting them off and going as well. How many? Um, do you know how what the numbers are? Yeah, we got uh, 67 senior juniors, and then I think we got like 170 total in the program. <laughs> so yeah, we're healthy. We're we got good numbers. It's it's a good time to be in Muskego, and I mean everyone love football and our community made the investment in the facility over the last three seasons and and uh it's a good time to be a warrior there's no doubt 170 mm-hmm. wow football is a numbers game absolutely it's a 100 percent. Nu- it's a numbers game and when you talk about those kind of numbers wow it's hard to repeat it's very hard it's yeah. really and, and in, in that conference you're in you know there there are Top to bottom, man. Look, I've said it a million times. I think it's the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin. People will disagree with me all over the place. Steve Jones, Kimberly says, "Hey, man, come on. Why don't you why don't you bring those boys up here? We can play a little football up here as well." And I agree with him. I just think top to bottom. I think, you know, when 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 you talk about teams like Waukesha South, Waukesha North, Conemwalk, teams mm-hmm. that struggle a little bit, you put them in other conferences and Kettle Moray, Watch what happens. These guys right. are in the playoffs year after year, I think. Absolutely. Every team has personnel that you have to account for. And if you don't, they're gonna they're gonna do things against you. And it's not, you know, some other places you can go and you just know this team isn't gonna get it done. That's not I mean, South has got some athletes. They got some kids moving around, they got some go, things going on. Oconomox got some big kids. I mean that walks you're be challenged. Walks Wa- North is gonna have a Man. lot of speed this year and, and so a, and a quarterback and absolutely. straight up through it. He can throw the ball. Yes, he can. And he's growing a little bit. Yeah. He's gotten bigger yep. and stronger and and uh we've got, you know, that schedule on Thursday night, we've got uh, Muskego the opening night, and then we've got the uh week three is uh McGuanago, uh, against Catholic Memorial. And I uh, had Bill Young in the studio last week, right? I don't know if you heard the show, but he uh, he finally came in. And, That's uh, awesome. You've been talking about that for, for years. years. And you know you know what? I, I, I finally got smart and invited him in before the season started and asked him to bring his daughter with him. And, awesome. man, she was awesome. And she just loves her dad and loves this program. And, and um, this is the last year for them in the classic eight. And he's okay yeah. with that. You know, he said, look, it's nice to play in the best conference in the state, but man, we, we get, you know, 600 kids in our school, right? You got 170 kids in your football program, right. you know? And he said, so I, it's just hard to, week after week to have to go against schools that have two and, you know, 2,200 kids in their school. And to be, they're still going to be the smallest school in the woodland that they're going to, the woodland side they're going to be in, yep. but not the, the differences are going to be quite a bit. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's a really good guy. I, I, I had a lot of fun. That was as fun a show as I've done. And we talked about old stuff. We talked about new stuff. Um, we had a couple guests on, one that played quarterback for him, one that coaches with him. And we had Joe Cook calling because he coached with him as well. And it was uh, it was a good show. Top to bottom, that conference is going to be um, as good as it always is. How do you feel? And, and 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 I'll ask Coach Krause this, you know, next week when I see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel? They got kids coming back, right? It's that program's going to reload from the people they lost. Yeah, Muskego, we're healthy. I mean, the the one caveat to anybody in the state, regardless of who you are, top to bottom, is if nobody's immune to the health bug. Right. If it jumps up and bites you, and your kids are are, are nicked, you know, it's going to be a struggle. If you stay healthy. Um, it's going to be a lot better. So, what year is this for you as an athletic director? Third. The difference between Ryan McMillan going into his third year and Ryan McMillan, Ryan McMillan that first year, night and day. Night and day. Um, you know, this time of year is it, like you took the job, not when in in the middle of summer, something like that. Yeah, it was late spring. Yeah, it was late spring with all the logistics that had to get worked out and. You know, there was late spring breaks at that time, and there was some, you know, um, compliance stuff that I had to deal with on both ends of both districts and not, right. not to wrong anybody and, and do it the right way. And so I honored all of that. So it took a little bit of time for it to come to fruition, but, uh, yeah, it was later. Do you remember what you were like um, 10 days out from opening football in the first year as athletic director? Nervous and, and keep staying up at night, stuff like that? Yeah, I think I just was asking a ton of questions, like 
how, 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 what about this? How <laughs> right. about that? You know, all the what ifs that are running through your head that you, you really haven't been through a bunch. And then now getting to the year three, we got a bunch of plans uh, laid in, documented pictures, uh, communicated to staff. Our SRO is already getting security folks for us. Our ticket ladies are already locked in. We've met with youth football and the Gridiron Club on how we're going to manage that first night with youth night, and that's going to bring another 300-plus you know, kids and families and everything else going on. So I, I better get a there. parking spot, man. It, get Come there on. early. I'm the sideline reporter, man. You got to, You should put some cones out. I'll put or some something. cones. Out. I'll let you, you park next to me. <laughs> you're such a good guy. The templates are set now. Yep. And 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 so from year one to year two, a little bit easier. Year two to year three, quite a bit easier. Yeah, I would say year two to year three has been a, a huge jump because managing the night that is youth football night and all of the stadium upgrades, that's the thing, is this will be the first year that I've been there that we aren't making major changes to the actual facility. So adjusting all of the plans that were well laid by Mr. Scott Coogie before me, I mean, he had it locked in. Well, all those had to change because gates changed and scoreboard changed and press <laughs> box changed and home and visitor changed and now there's restrooms and there's not port. I mean, so many awesome, really, really cool upgrades, but it's changed every season. And now it's set. And now, hopefully, it's set. I mean, if we can if we can change it again and continue to get better, we will. But yeah. uh, for right now, we're okay. You're not putting a dome on anytime soon, are you? Well, it's gone through our head. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm glad that that year three is 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 a little bit easier for you and the other sports that that kick off now as well. You got a lot going on, man. Yep. You got a lot going on. Have you had a good summer, you and your family? I did. I had girls a great are summer. Good. Yep, girls are uh, rocking and rolling. I got uh, it's winding down, but the one daughter finished up softball. We got a little volleyball camp next weekend. The five O's. Uh yeah, she was in the five O's developmental league. So hard D league. Yeah, I appreciate your help with that. You by bet. the way, those uh, are, yeah, those are good guys. Very good people. Yeah. yeah, really good people. I came in and, and talked about the five O's and. I think I ripped on you a couple times. That's okay. Yeah, it was fun. It I, won't be the first. No, it won't be it the last. It will not. In fact, I'll do it a couple of times throughout this show. <laughs> there we go. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Pete Monfrey. He played uh, at Tosa East, and uh, he's been around a long time. He's general manager for my 24. It's his first year in that chair. Um, as he's guiding us through with Thursday Night Lights, we'll go through the schedule and uh, just thank him for all the stuff that my 24 does in the community, including the Thursday Night Lights show. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, tell that Mitch is back. Ryan, you know how? Because he's going to call our guy right now. Man, is, is your mic on? No, it's not. Let's turn the mic on. There you go, Mitch. Thank you. Um, so Pete Monfrey is going to join us. He's up in Minneapolis on vacation, and and uh, we're going to get a hold of him. This schedule that uh, I think. They have put together, and I had a little bit to do with it, um, is an awfully good schedule. First game is we talked about Milwaukee Marquette at Muskego. Boy, it's, and it's youth night. <laughs> Thanks yep. a lot for that. <laughs> you bet. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, you think it'll be sold out? Uh, it, it should be packed because, I mean, you're going to see some of the best high school uh, high school football personnel on the field in both teams. Marquette's got a great squad coming back. Um, some of their kids are legit players. We do, too. Um, and it's, you know, we got a little fair at the Fields event going on before the game. We got youth night at Thursday Night Lights. Honor some state champions, you know, get the band out there. It'll be, it'll be fun. Well, we're now joined by the general manager at My 24 here in Milwaukee. Uh, he is Pete Monfrey. Hey, Pete, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Mike? We're doing good. Hey, we're so excited about this uh, this year's schedule on Thursday Night Lights and, and wanted to uh, welcome you into this Thursday Night's family, man. This is your first year over at, at My24, and you know, you're know you a, a Milwaukee kind of guy. You played uh, football at Tosa East. You understand the importance of high school football in our communities and at our schools. 
Uh, you're excited about uh, this year's season, right? I am, absolutely. It's You're right, it's my first year. I started there uh, in October of last year, so now I get this is my first season, and uh, we're so excited at the station getting everything ramped up, and we think we've got a great schedule, so it's very exciting. Yeah, we really do. I'm going to run through it right now. As we talked about, first uh, week, uh, the 22nd of August, uh, Marquette at Muskego. Week two is Germantown at Wauwatosa West. Week three, McGuanago against Catholic Memorial will be at Carroll University that night. Week four is Greendale against Pewaukee. Week five is Homestead at Whitefish Bay. Week six, Waukesha North at Waukesha West. Week seven is Rufus King against Riverside at Pulaski Stadium. Week eight, St. Catharines at Greendale Martin Luther. Week nine, Franklin versus Oak Creek. Ryan, as an ex-football coach and as athletic director, it's a pretty good schedule. It's a great schedule. It, it, yeah. People aren't tuning in on Thursday nights. I don't know what else you can do. No, I don't either. For games like this, right. every single week, it's it's a it's going to be a really good game. I we believe. You know, there are times that we go into the season going, look, every game is going to be close, and we get some blowouts. It just it, it's yep. it's the way it is. But boy, on on paper, this thing looks really good. Hey, Pete, I, I can't thank the sponsors that continue year after year get involved with Thursday Night Lights. You know, guys like Heiser and the Marines and 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 people like that. You know, the sponsors are, are coming out because they believe in this whole grassroots community part of Thursday Night Lights. Yeah, I think they they agree with, with, with us that this is important to put this type of programming out there live. And uh, with high schools, you can't get any better atmosphere um, than doing that on Thursday night. So it's we got nine exciting weeks, and we're doing some – some different things this year. In fact, our August 22nd game is going to be actually a nationwide game because Stadium Network, which uh, airs across the country, is picking up the Marquette Muskego game. So we're we're excited about that, and then we're excited to be in the in the different neighborhoods and in the areas where you know we're in Wauwatosa, which you mentioned. That's my stomping grounds. Yep. And we're out in Waukesha a couple times, and you can't go wrong with. A Greendale Pewaukee matchup. That's uh, you know they've been part of that woodland and those battles all the time. And one of the I think most fun things you mentioned the love of high school football and maybe you know this, but the Chief Morales, the police chief of of uh, Milwaukee, he played at uh, Boys Tech, and uh, he came to the station and we were talking about you know how he loves sports. He also played at Carroll College as well. And uh, so on October 3rd, the Rufus King Riverside game, we're turning it into a first responders night. And it's going to be all about the fire and police. Uh, So we're hoping that if we get a big crowd out at Pulaski to watch that city clash. Well, that's awesome. I I love the the new things that you're bringing to this, Pete. And and, and I think think Chief Morales, does his son play high school football as well? I don't know. I don't know that. Um, I just, we, you know, he and I just got to talking about team building. Yeah, I thought and he, he did. Mentioned, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just loves athletes, and as I do, uh, being being a former one, uh, there's you know the competitiveness that 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 builds the team building. You just can't can't beat that. Hey, do you remember Pete when uh, when you were playing at Tosa East? Did you play against Tosa West? Were they in your conference back then? Yeah, we you know it was one of those uh, battles every year, East versus West. We both uh, Hart Park was uh, both of our home fields at that time. Tulsa West didn't have a field by their school, so we were you know we one of the teams always had to move to the opposite locker room uh, because they were the visiting team, and both you know the the place was packed, uh, so it was always a great game, hard hitting. Um, always close nail biters. You know, and you look at this schedule, and and when you look, you know, Homestead against Whitefish Bay is always like that. Greendale, Pewaukee is always like that. Waukesha North, Waukesha West, same thing. King and Riverside. You know, Franklin and Oak Creek. When my co-host used to be Joe Cook, he was coaching at, at Oak Creek. He said, I can't even stop and get gas in Franklin. 
Because if a police officer sees me, he's going to arrest me, and you'll never see me again. I'll be gone. I can't get a haircut there. I'm not going through a drive through in Franklin. They don't like me at all. And that's the kind of stuff that we bring with Thursday Night Lights. You know, Pete, the fact that this is our 10th year amazes me. Yeah, 10, this is the 10th season. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great expense. And I, and I think the other thing to point out, too, is uh, Spectrum, uh, which was, was televising with their sports channel, on Friday nights is no longer doing that. So we're going to have the only high school broadcasts in the market uh, starting this year. So, yeah, we're excited about it. It's a, and then throughout the Sinclair Broadcasting, which owns our, our stations, we're airing football in multiple, multiple markets. And so we're committed to the high school brand, and uh, we're excited about it. Hey, Pete, I, I can't tell you how many people come up to me um, you know, on the street or in a grocery store or, or something like that and say, hey, look, three years ago you guys were in Waterford and I can't tell you what that meant to our community. And, you know, three years ago or two years ago you did this game where my nephew played at at uh, Milwaukee South uh, Stadium, at South, the historic South Stadium, and you guys televised it. We watched that game all the time. He scored two touchdowns, stuff like that. It's amazing how many people – are impacted by this Thursday night lights game and and it just goes for years Pete they they remember it they they record the game and they keep watching it back with family members and we I think we're doing something that has a huge impact on not only these schools but these families from these schools agree you know we do stream every game so grandparents that live in California or anywhere in the world can watch the you know watch someone that they know and love uh, play a sport that's very, very important to them. So the other thing that we're doing different this year, Mike, is we're repeating the game on Friday night rather than Sunday afternoon, which would usually go up against the NFL. So we're we're going to put it on Friday night as well, uh, so they can see if the players want to watch it the next night. They can they can watch it and enjoy the broadcast too. Boy, they're gonna they're gonna get a chance to see Mike McGivern two nights in a row, Pete. Oh, man, hey, I saw you. Uh, I saw you at the basketball state championships, and I got I got enough of that. So. Yeah, I, I might have to ask for a raise, Pete. I didn't know we were going to replay it on Friday. That my my uh, contract's got to be looked at at this point. Well, we'll just we'll just black you out. And, yeah. you know, we'll, just, we'll just edit you out and leave you on the floor. Might be a better. It might be a better show if if you do that. Hey, Ryan, when you were coaching at Oconomowoc, we did a couple of Thursday night light games with you. What was the atmosphere? What was the difference that week in, in you know at your practices in the school, knowing that that we were coming out? Well, I just think from a community standpoint, anytime you say TV, um, it gets everyone's attention because typically that doesn't happen across the high school landscape, and um, you know that just brings an energy. It brings a, a want to see what's going on. It, it allows kids to call their families, like Pete alluded to. If my aunt lives in California, hey, check this out. If you can't. You watch it live on TV. At least you can get on that yeah, uh, network and yep. stream it. Um, yeah. So it it it's unique that way. Where usually everyone's reaching out and saying, "Hey, tune in," because you'll get to get see a glimpse of Johnny and see what's going on. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Pete, thank you so much. I know you're on vacation. I appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to talk to us, and and thank you for the chance to be back with the team this year. And and I know that John and Terry and and everybody's really excited about that first game at Muskego coming up on the 22nd. So I look forward to seeing you on the sidelines, Pete. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Mike. I look forward to seeing you. You bet. Uh, that's Pete Monfrey, general manager for My24 here in Milwaukee. And uh, the head now of Thursday Night Lights doing a great job. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Craig Harden. He's the founder of Athlete Streaming Network. Uh, they're going to be streaming a game uh, each week on Friday nights. They started this with basketball last year, did a great job, and now going to carry it over into football. And uh, Craig Harden's a local guy, guy I've, I've known for a long time, got a lot of respect for. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
I'm Mike McGivern alongside the athletic director at Muskego High School. He's Ryan McMillan. We're now joined by Craig Harden. He's the founder of Athlete Streaming Network. Hey, Craig, how you been? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Man, we're doing good. Getting ready for high school football, as you are. That is absolutely true. This is kind of a new adventure for us. We um, actually started streaming games last year. So it was all basketball games. So we're getting up for our first football season, which we're all very excited about. Hey, uh, Craig, can we talk a little bit about uh, about Athlete Streaming Network and, and when you, when this was started and how you founded it and, and the kind of the, the thought process behind putting this together? Sure, absolutely. So the past couple of years, I worked on some shows called, um, when it was around, Prep Plus, which has come on TMJ4 on Sunday nights. I was a reporter on that show. Um, when they kind of ended about a year and a half ago, I did some stuff with, at the time, it was Spectrum Sports. I mean, it was... Uh, Spectrum Sports. Yep. Uh, and they did some live streaming over it, actually broadcast football games, the basketball games. And then they kind of switched over last year, last year fall, and stopped doing prep sports from a, from a live standpoint. So we found that there was a void. And, uh, we, we were very uh, fond of high school sports and college sports, too. So we kind of started up the streaming and where we started streaming basketball games. And um, after that, we also had a show that was similar to Prep Plus. And that was called the athlete, which we covered everything from um, high school sports to pro sports to college sports. And you actually had a segment um, last year with it. Yep. The coaches sit down, which we definitely thank you for that. But uh, so it was just a process of seeing what was needed out there from a prep standpoint. And uh, I don't know, my twenty-four, you guys do football games this fall, so we just kind of want to kind of give the guys another option to watch more football. I mean, this is a football state with the Badgers and the Packers, and we just want the high school level to be represented as best we can. Will most of your games be on Friday night? Yeah, we we'll have, may have one Thursday night game, maybe a special game, but all of our games will be Friday night. So, no, uh, so again, an option on Friday. You can turn into to My24 on Thursday and then yep. uh, stream. Do you have your schedule picked yet? We'll have it probably in the next week or so. We'll have 10 games or so that we'll do. Anywhere from the 8 to 10 games we'll do. And we'll have that where you can watch it right from our website, theathlete.co, or any of the athlete um, social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, you'll be able to watch the games um, live stream. Can you give us that website again? Yep, it's theathlete.co. Theathlete.co. Who's going to be doing, yep. who will be on the call of the games? Uh, we will, actually, myself, I'll be doing some sideline reporting, and then we'll have uh, doing the play-by-play uh, we'll have a couple guys coming coming in and out. Wisconsin may not be familiar with some of these guys, but for color commentary, we're going to switch up with former um, Badger players, probably and former football players that, that are from the Milwaukee area. Excellent. So, uh, a lot of us will be surprised as the football season is a little bit different when the basketball. We have a lot of basketball players from the Milwaukee area that helped us out last year. Football is a little bit different beast when you get guys who can actually talk to the sport and kind of do the play-by-play and walk people through so it can be kind of entertaining sure. and also educational. Well, you know, Jose Winston was so good last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did you an guys, amazing job. Yeah, you two did a really nice job together. And during the basketball season, I don't I don't know how you get somebody better than Jose uh, with that big personality who's played at such a high level and understands the game like he does. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that on the football side, this thing will do really well. Hey, you talked about doing some college stuff as well, correct? Yes, definitely. We will be doing some streaming, uh, some college football games. UW-Whitewater is on the schedule. We'll have a couple of their games starting with their home opener, September 7th, I believe. And so we want to also provide services for schools like the Wisconsin Lutherans, uh, the Carroll Colleges, the Concordia, the people that don't get a chance to kind of see them locally. Or with the streaming, you can be anywhere in the world to be able to watch our game, which is great because if you have family members out of town or from a different state, they can tune in and watch their child play. So uh, we just want to give opportunities to everybody that can't be on Fox Sports or um, My24, so we want to give the opportunity for all different type of platforms. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Craig, thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. Again, that's the athlete.co is where you're going to be able to find these games um, Friday nights for the most part. But once you go yep. to any of their, um, you know, they're on Facebook and, and they're, they're everywhere. You'll be able to find yep. the schedule once they said they set it. And anything you need from me, Craig, let me know. Good luck with this thing. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for having me on. You got it. That's Craig Harden. Thank you.
We are now joined in studio. You know, he talked about uh, college stuff, and, and I know our, our next guest, we, we have him slotted for 11 o'clock to talk specifically about, you know, be, uh, what he's doing right now as the first-year commissioner of the Southern Lakes Conference and a longtime referee getting ready for the high school season. But Pat uh, Pat Miles is in studio with us. You, you've been you've done a lot of college games. You doing college games again this year? Yes, I am. Yep. So can we talk a little bit about getting ready to 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 be to kick off a college season? Are are you division three guy in this area? Do you go? Yeah, division three, correct. So Whitewater, that that conference, you do Carroll, all those schools. Yeah, the well? NAC, uh, the Midwest um, Classic or the Midwest Conference, sure. uh, the WEAC. Um, yeah, they have a say. I belong to the Midwest uh, or the uh, MFOA. Uh, which is a football association that Bill Carollo, sure. who is in charge of officials with the Big Ten, they put that together. And so we oversee uh, the, the uh, schools, the universities, the colleges in that group. He, uh, he, Man, he was a big-time referee. He was a quarterback at UWM. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He, I was his paper boy. He owes me like one week, buck 25 or Does something. Does he really? Yeah, if you carry it over all these years, he owes me about three grand. Um, <laughs> no, but he really was. I was a ball boy for the uh, the football team, and he was the quarterback, but he threw a good ball. He was a heck of a player. Wow. Yeah. He, they played at Shorewood High School. They they had some players. Mike Reinfeld played there. Okay. Um, played with the, you know, he played, and he was general manager and big time in, in the NFL. So that that's cool that, that they're doing that. Do you guys meet as 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 – um, college referees, do you guys meet before games? Do you know who's on your 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 team? Do you know who's on, on yeah, your we crew? Get the, um, I have my schedule already for the year, and I know who all the officials are that are going to be with me uh, each of those games. For the most part, I have a regular crew, but every now and then they'll mix in some new guys or a guy needs off or they're going to move them to a different game. Are you always the white cap? Are you always yes. that? You are. Yeah. You've been doing that a long time? I uh, started college football officiating in 1990. Really? Has it changed much? Yeah, it has. Um, it's become, um, yeah, what we see on the field as far as what we're, uh, how we're being graded and everything else. We have a supervisor there at the game. Um, we have a supervisor, or they're looking at our, our games uh, on Sunday and on Monday, and then we get graded on every call. And so you could get it, uh, you could have a, what you thought was a face mask, and then they look at it and they see that it was a, a grab of the jersey, that's a minus six or incorrect call. Now, so you have those types of things that are happening. But, um, yeah. When did that start? Uh, it started several years ago. Um, several years ago that hey. started. And, and they have Huddle now, uh, which is, uh, Ryan, I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with, oh, with sure. Huddle. A lot of schools are using that. We have Quick Ref, which is a program that every game, uh, uh, I'm very fortunate. My wife, Carla, she travels with me to all our college games, and she's on the sideline, and she records our penalties for us. So when I click on the mic, she's already writing everything down. As soon as the game's over, I have to input that into Quick Ref and into Arbiter Sports and put in all the information on every foul. And then the supervisors then look at those, break down the tape, and then I have to provide them uh, by Sunday afternoon the clip on the tape from Huddle for the uh, the play that had the foul on it, and then they will then look at it as well. And by Wednesday, we get our grade as to how we did. This is an odd question, but did, with all that you have to do, is there is there any chance referees are going to not pull the the the, uh, the flag out because they don't want to be graded? Well, we we talked about it. We just had a clinic. We talked about it, and we've talked about it for years with the uh, with replay coming into sports. We want to make sure that we don't officiate to replay, and that is you don't want to think that replay is going to save you on a call, and so I will throw it or I won't throw it. You want to be careful with it. Now, with a turnover or fumble, if you don't know for sure that it is a fumble or not, let it play out, and replay can change that. So there are some things that replay can help you with. But um, I was fortunate enough to have a um, pretty good game uh, several years ago, a national championship game. And I remember the night before when we were meeting with the coaches and the, the game administration, ESPN, and everybody else, uh, we also had our replay officials there, and they were from the SEC. And they said, well, do you have any questions for us? And I said, or anything for us? And I said, well, quite honestly, I just don't want to talk to you at all tomorrow. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders. He said, what do you mean you don't want to talk to me? I said, well, if, I, if we have to talk to you, that means something happened on the field. 
and I don't want to go there. Right. And so fortunately, our first drive of the game, we had one play that went to replay, and we didn't have any of the rest of the game. So uh, it's a credit to the officials, but to the players too. When, Ryan, you know, uh, when and, and you definitely know, uh, Mike, when you get in big ball games, people think, that, think it's harder to officiate those games. It's not. When you have two good teams playing, you just kind of put the ball down and get out of the way, let them decide the game, get the obvious. Uh, it's when you have the 0-8s playing the 8-0s, where the 0-8 wants that first win, the 8-0 is going to maybe play down a little bit to the competition. Those are the tougher games. Interesting. Uh, so, Hey, I can tell you that um, in that state championship game for our basketball players, I talked to a number of them about the referees. There were three guys from northern Wisconsin, and they were like, these, these guys were great. And I said, really, can I ask why? And our players are like, Coach, they, they would come up and talk to us. They'd say, hey, look, you can't, you know, that's the last hand check you're going to have. I'm going to have to call that a foul. Or, hey, watch your mouth now. you got to be careful. Be quiet sure. with this. And he said, Coach, they didn't just blow the whistle. They talked to us. And they said, hey, don't do that again because I'm going to have to call that. And so we, we knew exactly where we stood with them, and they said it was so refreshing. So I like that. You're gonna, I'm going to keep you in that chair for a while. No problem. Um, Dave Sternick. <laughs> You're the first year commissioner of Southern Lakes. Yeah. You might as well take more on your plate. That's right, right. Pat? sure. Just take a little bit more yep. on your plate. Well, Dave Sterling's been the commissioner of the Classic Gate for a while, and he's going to join us next to talk a little bit about how he gets ready for the upcoming football season. And uh, y- you know what? You're putting your template together now on Correct. all this stuff. Well, and I'm going to be listening to Dave. Dave's Believe done me, it listening. for a while, <laughs> and we'll get uh, his advice for you. On the other side of the break, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Carl, if you want to come up and sit so you can hear our guest... And that, there you go. Presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan and Mike McGiver alongside Ryan McMillan. He is my co-host for most weeks, man. I appreciate that. You bet. It's Happy good to be to, here. It's good to have you back. It's really good to have you back. I love your insight on, on a lot of this. We're also joined by Pat Miles. He is uh, the first year commissioner of the Southern Lakes uh, Conference and a longtime referee. We're going to talk to him at 11 o'clock hour of high school referees. We're going to talk about how we're recruiting new refs and what they're doing now to get ready for the season. And now we're joined by Dave Sternick. He is the commissioner of the Classic A Conference. And he's got to love me, you think, right? Since I keep saying his conference is the best high school football conference in the state of Wisconsin. Dave, how you doing? Uh, pretty good, Mike. How are you doing? We're doing good. Hey, Pat Miles is joining us as well, and, and uh, along with Ryan McMillan from Muskego, two guys that, that you're familiar with. Um, and I wanted to reach hey, out to you, Dave. How long have you been the commissioner of the Classic Eight? Well, uh, well, since its inception, that's 1999, and prior to that, I was with the old Metro Independent Conference. And uh, when I was commissioner there, and uh, to the present time, my wife uh, is is along with me. She serves as my secretary and a conference secretary. So we've been at this for 28 years. Wow. So we've got a first-year commissioner here, and, and he's just all ears. He's got his pen. He's taking notes. You know, Dave, when, when, when we're 10 days or so away, 10, 11, 12 days away from the, the start of football season, um, what, what are you, what's your day-to-day right now? What are you trying to make sure that you get done and accomplished so the season kicks off in a good way? Well, it's, this might really sound kind of... Uh... Uh, off beat a little bit, but but my season this this football season for me is basically done. I'm already working on 20 and 21, getting my my schedules already set and my contracts are in the process of going out. So basically, what's happened at this point is I'm just uh, uh, letting my ads know what the process is, the schedule set, the uh, the officials are there, day to day. Uh, if let's say an official has to be out of town and can't make a game, uh, uh, basically I get his substitute and, may, and notify the uh, schools at that point that we've got a substitute coming in. But basically, my 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 input this year, as far as football goes, is basically it was done last year, and I'm already working on 2020. So that's kind of that's and I, and I'm not unusual that way. Every conference commissioner is basically working a year or two years ahead on all of our schedules. 
hey, uh, do all the athletic directors in that conference, are they good guys to work with, or are there a couple you don't like much? <laughs> no, they're all, yeah. they've all been former. <laughs> the thing about this is they've all been former coaches at some high school before they got to this position. So they know... Uh, you know what what it entails what it you know what the processes of working with a coach on a specific sport how he has to tie in with the community with the booster club with his players and I started like I said in 1991 uh, students have changed athletes have changed uh, coaches have changed but the coaches I have in my conference some of them have been around for a very long time Bill Young uh, Steve Rooks Greg Malling, who's back now from Minnesota, be his second year here. All of these coaches have have uh, adapted to the student athlete. Now, you go back how the athlete has changed from 1990 to to, to the present. They, they, they've adapted to this, and they've adapted their philosophy as how they approach a football game. It's just, it's the same thing. Coaches basically are responsible for what our conference is at this point. Um, we are probably one of the few conferences in the state that has uh, potentially three levels of tournament exposure. Uh, we've had a couple of years there, I think two years going back, where we had three state finalists from the conference. Okay, Arrowhead, I believe, was one uh, Catholic Memorial and West. Uh, that happened a couple of times. Last year we had two. I mean, it's not unusual for us to have um, a school in the finals. You know, so we're grateful for that. But a lot of that goes back to the coaching and and basically the weight room people, uh, the trainers, um, and how the community and the school board support their football program and other programs in the school district uh, with the facilities. Uh, everything that goes into it is basically the support that they give the high school and the individual athletes uh, a chance to, uh, let's say, uh, increase their uh, abilities. Um, it's there. Uh, kids put the time in. Coaches obviously put the time in. You go back 1990, I keep going back to when I started. It, football started and it ended, and that was it. Well, now football has gone to almost like a 12-month series. If you're not coaching coaching football, you're in the weight room or you're close to the weight room. You're, you're watching your players. You're encouraging them to get into second sports, wrestling, uh, volleyball, or any of these other sports that would be it, – it's an addition to what – their football is so that's kind of where we are at this point everything comes back if everybody says we've got the great football conference i think across the board we might not be the best conference in some sports but man we're really competitive up and down the line yeah there's no doubt hey ryan it's it's got to be um you know comforting to know that you have a commissioner that's been around for a while that's done this for a long time especially a couple of years ago when you were first year ad somebody that you could call and ask questions to Absolutely. Dave's great that way. He's super responsive. He'll get back to you instantaneously. And being the new guy in the room a few years ago, I think I really I'm probably still am the, the new guy, me and uh, Matt Bergen at uh, CMH, right? two youngest guys in there. Um, having Dave and then having the other ADs has made it a lot easier. And it's, it's, it's an open book across all schools when it comes to those meetings. And you know, Dave said he's working a year ahead. He's not lying. We just had the meeting last week, and he had a list of all the stuff that where we're at and how we're doing, and it's pretty impressive. Hey, Dave, what's the change now next year with the football-only conference and the Catholic Memorial is going to leave the conference? How much does that throw a wrench into what you've done the last number of years in the conference? Really, really it makes my job easier. Uh, because from that right now we had nine schools, okay, so we had a mandated crossover with the Greater Metro, which really worked out, I think, really nice. I, we've got some great matchups, and, and, and you're going to start the year this year, you're going to have Muskego play in Marquette, the two winners from last year in the conference, and that's going to be on a Thursday night. It's probably going to be on TV, so it's going to be a, a very good matchup. But as far as, as, as scheduling nine schools, there's always going to be one school off. So and they have to struggle to get non-conference states. As far as me, it's it's a locked schedule. I, I don't have to worry about weeks one and two getting any any officials. The schools get their own officials for the non-conference games, and all I have to do is schedule my officials from weeks three to nine. So it's it's very simple. Um, we're getting into something next year where because of the lack of officials, and Pat can uh, talk to this basically at eleven. Is well, we decided we in a usual situation we play the JV and the freshman games on a Thursday prior to the varsity game, and one is 
on site with the varsity game. It was usually the freshman game and a JV game was at the opposite site. So next year, because of lack of officials, what we're doing is we're basically running uh, two sets of games, a freshman and a JV game on a Thursday at 4.30 and 6.30 at the site opposite the varsity. That way we can keep one set of officials there to work two games, like a doubleheader. And that's, that, that plays back to the point it's, it's getting harder and harder to get officials in some sports. So that's kind of where we are. Other than that, my, there really is no change for me next year. It's In fact, in some instances, it's easier because when we make a schedule draw, the schedule draw for all sports is across the board is exactly the same. So if Arrowhead is playing Muskego in the first uh, game in football, they're playing the first game in soccer, they're playing the first game in volleyball. So it's kind of easy, easy that way. Easy speezy, yeah. There's no doubt, and uh, you know that game that that Thursday night game is on my 24. By the way, uh, Milwaukee Marquette at Muskego, and it's Youth Night at Muskego. That could give you a plug on that. Yeah, no, I, I'll give I'll give myself plugs the whole time, no problem, Dave. You don't need to. It's uh, Thursday night uh, live from Muskego, and and get a chance to see that brand new stadium, and now it's completely done. So, Dave, yeah. are you coming yeah. out to that game? Oh yeah. I'll be there for that one. It's a Thursday night. It's the only game in town. It's a good deal. We'll let in you fact, park next fact, to Mike. In, in, in <laughs> fact, something about our football conference, uh, the viability of it, we've got three games that were moved from Fridays to Thursdays. That's a third of the schedule, which I'm assuming is going to be on TV. So three of my nine weeks, Classic 8 schools are going to be going at it head-to-head. It is. And you know what? There, We, we have uh, – we have the schedule out. The week three, McGuanago at Catholic Memorial or at Carroll College, but against Catholic Memorial. And yep. then uh, week six, Waukesha North at Waukesha West. So you're yep. right. We, we we took you know three weeks and, and got schools from your conference because we like ratings, pal. And, you know, when, when you got uh, teams from the best conference in the state of Wisconsin, you get ratings. So, hey, I really appreciate your time, Dave. Thank you very much. I look forward to meeting you in person on the sidelines uh, on the 22nd over at Muskego. And oh, sure. uh, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Okay, not a problem. And have a good weekend. You okay. bet. That's Dave Sternick. He's the commissioner of the Classic Gate Conference. Hey, Pat, we're going to get into this next segment with you, and, and thank you so much for, for staying over one more segment with us. But he talked about the changes that they're making because of the lack of referees. Man, it's it's getting to be tough. Yeah, it's real tough. And, uh, yeah, I laughed. Dave said that uh, he's been doing this for 28 years. I have about 28 days on in, in, <laughs> as the Southern are, Lakes Conference. Are you, you're already so. looking at you know, the season for 2024, I'm sure, Yeah, right? we're getting out there. We're, I'm going to be doing the same thing, scheduling two years out and um, doing those types of things just to lock in crews uh, so that we're sure we're set. How has the first 24 days been for you? It's been uh, kind of wild. I, I'm very fortunate, just like Dave, have a great group of principals, athletic directors, uh, schools, facilities are amazing. I've spoken. I've had the chance to speak to several parent groups already. Have another one coming up at Waterford, and um, just the enthusiasm and everything else that's there with the student athlete, with the ads, with the coaches, with the principals. Uh, it's just a. I'm very, very blessed. Very lucky man. When do you? Where, where do you find time to do all this? Can I ask you? Because you're busy. You're doing stuff with the Packers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, got to officiate family night. Then we were back up Monday and Tuesday to officiate the scrimmages. Yeah. So did that. Uh, then Thursday night was up at Lambeau for uh, the preseason game. Carly, can you grab your mic, please? Can you turn that microphone on? You know, Dave had talked about, look, it's it's great that I have my wife next to me on this thing. And, and every time I see Pat, I see you. And every time I see you, I see Pat. And I love the fact that you're fully invested in the stuff he's doing, correct? Yes. And so him when he came home and said, look, I, I might be the commissioner of the Southern Lakes Conference. What was your thought? It's just another project he's going to be involved in. Yeah, and and it's it. This is a busy project, though. This it, is a lot is a, of stuff, right? It is a big project, and he's got a lot pre-laid out already. He had a good commissioner that he worked with before. I got to meet George and his wife, and very very nice people. The athletic directors, principals—they're all just great people at those schools. Pat, will you be able to continue roughing them Friday nights? Yeah, I'm going to be able to continue to to do the officiating and everything that what? I've been doing with. With, uh, with the things with the NFL, the things with high school, and uh, working for Mr. Sternick. And you're uh, going to just keep doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, um, but you're not going to referee games in the Southern Lakes, I'm sure. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I'll stay. I, I might do some lower levels 
uh, just to be out on the field or on the, the basketball court with some of the officials that I'm assigning sure. that are getting into it. Um, but, yeah, I will definitely will not be officiating. How can we do a better job of, of recruiting young guys to, to, to get into this? Well, I, I get it, and like I said, I had the opportunity to talk at Elkhorn, uh, talked at Union Grove already, to there are maybe six, 700 people in, each, in the stands in each of those. And uh, I reach out to those high school students, those athletes, that try to get them involved now. And I kind of lay it out that um, you, know, you can work a um, third, fourth grade football game. Uh, you're going to get paid $25, $30. Uh, they're going to feed you. You're going to be involved in a sport that you love. You're going to stay athletic. You're going to be able to give a little something back to that sport. And whereas a 18-year-old or whereas somebody who's a freshman in college. Or- it, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, my dad made me do it. He said, you're going to appreciate the game. And my dad's still officiating out in Dane County right now. And really? So, yeah. Well, I'm the- Carly, you haven't officiated, have you? Um. Just some basketball stuff for alumni games. Oh, great. I so, refuse to do that. Mitch, Mitch, have you ever officiated? <laughs> I was a Little League uh, ump a couple times. So I'm the oddball in the, in the in this whole place here, huh? That's awesome. I have not. Hey, we I, have five of us here. That's a varsity crew. It's a, yeah. I think you should get out there and do some basketball and appreciate that love that you give the officials all the yeah, time. Yeah. Get some giving back to <laughs> you. This will be the last week you'll hear Ryan McMillan on this show. I'm getting a new co-host next week. Pat, can we keep you one more segment? Absolutely. Got a few more questions. He is Pat Miles. His wife, Carla, is in studio as well. And Ryan McMillan, my co-host. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 